This episode is only a parody, strictly parody, and therefore a parody. No malice or harm intended with celebrity names mentioned here. This show was filmed in front of a virtual audience. Welcome back to another Western Wonder Show, the hottest talk of the town. Please welcome to center stage, the Western Wonder! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're all too kind, really. Thank you. Settle down, settle down. Welcome back, everyone. I know it's been a long while since we've seen each other. You know, due to scheduling during a pandemic and all. But it's good to see all of your gleaming faces during trying times, and I really do mean that. Okay, okay, alright. Now on to the show. Things have been retooled around here, so not only do we have guests for interviews, but we also do have a comedic act and a musical act. Episodes usually have one or the other, so be sure to expect the unexpectable. Now for our first guest. <laughs> this guy, I tell you. He's one of the most well-known business owners in all of Western Wood, and we're honored to have him today. Please welcome Mr. William Gizzard. Mr. Gizzard, welcome to the show. Mm, uh, thank you, Mr. Wonder. And what a lovely audience you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. They're awesome. Uh, anyways, let's get right into the nitty gritty. People know you for owning the line of Toyota vehicles. That's right. That's right. My first question for you is, um, given the change of owners and the Toyota brand in the past few decades, how did you end up running the business? Mm, money. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I saw the potential of bringing the vehicle out all around the world, especially in those specific consumer markets that those other owners that preceded me never thought of. Sounds like a bold assumption to believe that they never thought of promoting the Toyota vehicles in those markets. I mean, maybe their budgets weren't as strong as yours. <laughs> hmm, well you may have a point. But beyond that, I'm the greatest thing that had ever happened with that company. There is nobody doing it in the vehicle business world like I am. I mean, the money is- uh, I'm afraid oh. that was the next thing I was about to ask you. The business has recently reported low sales the past year, pre-pandemic, might I mention. Do you think this business ethic you follow may be leading to the company's decline? Absolutely not. I think the real blame should be put on the consumers, because everything I've done is- Hey, excuse me, excuse me, is nothing short of negative. Wherever this business goes, I go, okay? This whole sales issue should be on the consumers. And if not, the consumers is going to be the advertisers. Okay, quite a bold response there. I mean, Mr. Wonder, wouldn't you want to be bold as well when you're stuck up against the wall with nothing but ridiculous questions? Oh, so you're calling my questions ridiculous now? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd never. <laughs> hey, excuse me. We're talking here. Just go on with your next question, please. Okay. 
My next question is about your past businesses. You once had owned over 500 blockbusters in the same state of Westwood City. I made it look like a good rental service early on, but it turned out to be a business gone wrong by the end of its existence. Once again, that's not on me. That's on the advertisers. You mean business advisors? Because Netflix completely killed that brand after you guys refused to make a deal. <laughs> I mean, definitely. I was on vacation that week when I found out that the company soiled a deal with Netflix. When I tried to cool the waters with the brand, the damage was done. Bye-bye, Blockduster. Mm-hmm, I see. And then after Blockduster, you put up stocks with Radio Track and Ducky Cheese. Both of these businesses are also under hot water and appear to be just fine before you stepped in. Is this some cheap attempt to smear my excellent work? These companies and their downfalls were mainly thanks to the pandemic. But Radio Track has been down in the gutter for five years, sir. <laughs> oh, silly man you are. I must ask you again. Are you trying to smear my work? No, 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 not at all. I just wanted to know some info about your business decisions. That's all. If that's the case, why don't you ask someone like Dave Chappelle while he smokes in places where the average everyman can't, or that Patty Liddell flaps her arms like a chicken when she sings? Ain't nobody got time for that! I think you shake up the difference between the fact that both people you mentioned work in different businesses than you. After all, this was supposed to be a healing session for you, but it's all gone wrong. Healing session? Nobody told me that. <laughs> well, I can't say I'm surprised, given what I've heard about you. Explain the meaning of this interview right now. My pleasure, Mr. Gizzard. This is what your PR manager sent to me in a video conversation. Mr. Gizzard can be quite aggressive when he doesn't get what he wants. I mean, things could get really heated, verbally or physically. He just doesn't understand that his ingenuine business ethics aren't working anymore. People just want to feel like they belong there, not to feel like a brick wall with money attached to it. Well, Mr. Gizzard, what do you say about the- I'm telling you right now, I had nothing to do with this. None of this is my fault. It could never be my fault. Matter of fact, I'm done. This interview is done. You're a cad, this audience is a dud, and the studio couldn't even be bought out by the lowest piece of trash consumer in the media. Well, at least my business ethics are genuine. How much is that wig you got on? Is that suitcase you have made out of cardboard? What's happening? That's it. I'm out of here. Okay then. William Gizzard, everyone. Next up is our comedic bit. Hopefully this next performer goes down better than this interview I just had. Phew. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Mr. Jeffrey Tabernacle. Yes! Jeff T and the Baden! Man, it's a crazy word out there. It's crazy. Let me tell y'all a story. So I was at the store the other day, minding my business, and this old lady came up to me and asked, Hello, Sonny, do you know where the light bulbs are? At first, I thought this was some kind of joke because the light bulbs were in the next aisle. Or maybe she's directionally challenged, I don't know. So I told her, It's in the next aisle, ma'am. Now, you think that she would just say thank you and be on her way, but no, no. She uses the opportunity to have a conversation with me, Jeff T, in the middle of a hardware aisle of the store. I've never seen anything like this. She was saying, oh, you should marry my daughter because you're quite the handsome man. Ma'am, do you know if I have a woman? No, you didn't because you just want to ask me questions in the hardware aisle for no reason. Then she said, maybe you should run for president. And I said, uh, 
Who do you think I look like? Dante West? You can try asking Jesus, man, but I'm not interested in that. I had to excuse myself and get out of there because I didn't want to hurt that old lady's feelings. So a few days later, I'm outside my house, washing my car while I'm on the phone with my friend Ricky. Then all of a sudden, a white car with an army flag by the woodshield just came up on my driveway and I'm looking like, oh no! Man, they're coming to take me away. This old dude came out of the driveway saying, hey, my wife said that you want to marry my daughter. And I said to myself, oh lord, this lady went to her husband and lied about me. Then I realized, how did they know I live here? What is this? Enemy of the West State? So I asked him, how do you know I live here? And he said uh, that I knew his daughter's friend. So when I asked for the name of the friend, he said Veronica Green, which is my ex. Once again, in my head, I said, oh, Lord. That boy ain't right. So I had to explain to this dude that it was just a misunderstanding because while I did have a conversation with the wife, I didn't exactly say yes to marrying her daughter. I mean, why would I? I just met the lady and now I'm meeting the husband. I'm thinking this is a backwards father of the bride or something. So the old man apologized for coming out in his Google mobile and uh, he, he had a favor to ask me. At this point, if it was about marriage again, you could throw that question in the trash because I don't want to hear it. But uh, I guess the whole thing comes back full circle because he asked me, do you know where I could find the best hardware in town? I built in the time machine and the only thing I got so far are two light bulbs. <laughs> Needs to say I won't be going back to that story anytime soon. <laughs> I'm Jeff T. That's my time for today. Thank you for listening. Y'all. Jeffrey Tabernacle or Jeff T. The Sucker MC, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. Now on to our final guest for today. This woman has coached the best of the best football teams in her heyday, and she still guides certain teams today through her Coach Like Your Life Means It program. Ladies and gentlemen, how about a hand for Miss Jane Seagal? Welcome to the show, Miss Seagal. Thank you, darling. Glad to be here. Let me just say that to anyone who went through what Jeff T, the sucker MC, went through. On behalf of my fellow senior citizens, I want to apologize. I'm sure that'll comfort plenty of people. Yes, it should. Yes, it should. All right, all right. On to your coaching career. So you've been in the game for not just one, not just two, not just three, but four decades. I mean, <laughs> this automatically has to have you at the top of the game in terms of the best coaches. So what are your methods that you follow? Well, I make sure I toughen up the players. They may be taller than me, but I can still give them a beat down. They don't want these 70-year-old hands. Nobody does. And besides, at the end of the day, we all have love for each other because that's how a team should be. Teamwork makes the dream work. I know that's right. Now, even though you didn't have this program beforehand, you now form the Coach Like Your Life Means It program. Can you explain how it came about and what its purpose is? Sure. You see, when I was coming up with the idea, I was thinking about the best of the best coaches that could apply for the program to put some more exposure on them around the country. And when I say coach like your life means it, I mean coach like your life means it. The program has been a major boost in coach applications and eventual approvals of those coaches who want to enter the program. Last year, a record-breaking 3,500 applications came into the front office. Big numbers, I know. So with an inspiration that more coaches out there want to show their true coaching powers to the whole country and the whole world at that, we should have a stronger balance of communication between the coaches and the players out there in the stadiums. I hear that. Now, I heard you guys had to postpone a book tour to promote the program due to the ongoing pandemic. This hasn't hit you too hard, has it? 
Oh no, in fact it's a blessing. I get to make sure that I didn't make any mistakes along the way. <laughs> and trust me, there's a few. <laughs> That's good to hear. And hope you get to go on that book tour next year when things are safer. Oh honey, they ain't hope. I know so. Okay, okay. Now for my final question. Have you ever worked with our first guest today, William Gizzard? Oh, that. Mr. Call. I'm just saying, he's just one of the worst business owners I ever came across. How he still makes money puzzles me. I take it that you heard about his business ethics? Heard about it? Honey, I witnessed it all. And trust me, it's not as pretty as he wants to paint it. He could fool the world all he wants to, but he is not fooling me. All right, well, you heard it here, folks. Give it up one more time for Miss Jane Seagal, ladies and gentlemen. Back at you, Esther. You're a terrific host. Thank you, Miss. Thank you. And that's our show for today. What can I say? We had some laughs. We had some scares. But all in all, today, today was a good day. Stay tuned for the next episode coming soon. I gotta get back to reviewing the movie and TV world. Until then, I hope everyone out there stays safe, and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.